Welcome to The Checkout. We catch up with previous guests of Add to Cart where we ask them five quick questions to understand more about them and leave you with a little extra inspiration to get through your Friday. Today's Checkout features Anthony Chesler from Thread Together. Anthony and the team drive social and environmental change by connecting excess retail clothing with people in need. Whether these people are impacted by floods, bushfires, domestic violence, homelessness, their asylum seekers, leaving jail, or even impacted by COVID, Anthony and his team hope to give these people back dignity through the power of clothing. So far, they've got amazing retail partners on board, including Surf Stitch, The Iconic, PE Nation, Beckenbridge, Under Armour, and Afterpay. Anthony Chesler, welcome to the checkout. We know that you do great things at Thread Together and hopefully we can um, learn a little bit more about you and uh, dig up a little bit of dirt. <laughs> okay, I'm all, I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> you sound nervous. All right, number one, what is the weirdest thing you've ever bought online? Well, uh, I have to say that I bought um, a mankini online, but it wasn't for myself. Um, I bought it for um, my mate's bucks, my mate's bucks party, and um, we got him. We got him a, a spray tan uh, at Bondi Beach in this mankini. But yeah, I was responsible for buying it online. At least you got him a spray tan. That was <laughs> nice of you. It was. <laughs> All right, number yeah. two. Who and that? I'm, I'm assuming that didn't go back. Like that was done. When, when the mankini was done, the mankini was done. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. It was done. Number two, who is your favorite retailer? And I know this is a very tricky question because you've got so many fantastic retail partners. So yeah, actually, one of one of my the, the, the clothes that I wear are actually not supplied by one of my by one of the brands that I always um, that we work with. So um, I love um, shopping at Scotch and Soda. They've actually just upgraded their whole e-commerce experience, which has been great because it was a little overdue, if you ask me. But um, they got some beautiful clothing um, in store and and online, and I just you know I love the fit and the style, and you know so yeah, that would be certainly my favourite retail, and not one that um that donates the thread together. Not yet, anyway. Not yet. Number three, which retail fad do you wish was history? I think fast fashion. Uh, I think the. Uh, if I take, if I put sort of my environmental hat on, uh, obviously, you know, fashion is um, a huge cause of um, climate change or um, environmental damage. I think the second largest, and there's hundreds and hundreds of statistics that are out there. I think as the cost of manufacture of clothing has come down significantly, you can now buy, you know, three or four units of clothing for less than $50. You can buy and, and you probably wear it once and then throw it out. And that's, you know, just has a devastating impact on, um, on the environment. So if we could reduce the amount of um, fast fashion, coming in, into the marketplace, I think that would have a, a benefit on everyone. And from your experience, speaking broadly, do you find that fast fashion retailers are a little bit more frivolous with their stock in that in terms of they'll overorder because it doesn't have that much impact? I'm not actually sure. I actually had a meeting um, last week with Shopo and it was interesting because they asked, they asked a very similar question of me and I said, look... Sometimes you get the retailers just get the get it wrong. They get the color wrong, the style wrong. It, it's a challenge for them. It's not easy. Like you think about, you know, wanting to maximize margin and profit and maximize revenue, but you sometimes get it wrong. Yeah. Uh, and so, I think, you know, no one, no one with best endeavors tries to over order. No, no uh, one, no one likes excess stock. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, except us, because we're a solution for that problem. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, number four. Can you recommend a book or a podcast that our listeners should immediately get into? I would be wrong if I didn't say that they should listen to your podcast. Oh, thank you, mate. Um, but I, look, I love I love reading and I love listening. And you know, I don't watch very much TV. Uh, I've just um, finished reading a book called The Five AM Club by Robin Sharma. You know, he's written a whole bunch of good stuff, which I love. He wrote The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, uh, To Lead Without a Title. Uh, just some re- great, you know, stuff to read, easy to digest and, you know, really good learning. And he talks about, you know, the 2020 formula to get up at 5 a.m. and exercise and reflect and, and, uh, and just sort of journal and, um, and learn. And those are the sort of things that I love doing, sort of exercising, learning and reflecting. Um, the other book that I've just recently so, – and he's got a podcast as well um, called The Mastery Sessions, which is, which is awesome too. The other book that I've actually just read two books by Adam Minter. Adam Minter wrote um, Junkyard Planet and Secondhand. Uh, amazing to sort of understand sort of the flow of – you know, secondhand product in the in the marketplace, and uh, two really interesting books written by the same author around, you know, the value of of secondhand economy. Uh, so those would be two books that I would you know highly recommend for people that are interested in understanding where do your clothes go when they don't get redistributed. People are conditioned not to put their clothes into a red bin, a yellow bin, or a green bin, so they take it to a charity bin. And most of what goes into those bins, um, it's, you know, less than 5% actually goes back to someone who needs it. Oh, wow. Uh, a, lot of it a lot of it is just, um, you know, not, not, not suitable for redistribution. But yeah, interesting to sort of follow, follow what happens. Two good books to learn. Great recommendations. Thank you. Number five, and the last one I've got for you, finish this sentence. The future of retail is making its way to thread together. <laughs> nice, nice. In some way. So, yeah, like it, whether that's through clothing donation or supporting us um, philanthropically through their customer base, you know, not um, – not all of our um, not all of our fashion brands have a lot of excess product, but they donate clothing to us. So, if um, if retailers see Thread Together as the solution, excess but support us beyond clothing, we would be thrilled. Brilliant. Now, if you're listening and you are intrigued, head back to the main episode with Anthony um, talking about Thread Together and how they contribute to the community. Um, that's from a few weeks ago. Or if you've heard enough and you just want to get involved with your time, your talent, your ties, as in connections, or your treasure, reach out to Anthony and team via the Thread Together website. We'll have all the links and all the contact details in the show notes. Thank Thanks for you. joining us on the checkout. Thanks so much for having me, Nathan. It was a real pleasure. To hear more from Anthony, jump back into episode 74, where Anthony shares how retailers can get on board and help Thread Together connect people in need with excess clothing that would have previously gone to landfill. There's four ways that retailers can help, and I'd love you to check it out and help if you can. Thanks for listening, and until next time, keep adding to cart. Keep adding to cart.